Do you have questions about the unknown that have never been answered? Tired of going to psychics and wishing you could develop your own intuition? Then Messages from the Other Side podcast is the answer. Weekly episodes feature psychic medium Simone Salmon, combining her gifts of storytelling and mediumship to narrate real communications with ghosts or angels and interviews with spiritual truth seekers to get the answers you need. So subscribe on Apple Podcast and Anchor FM or go to www.simonesalmon.com. I'm psychic medium Simone, and you're listening to Messages from the Other Side. Our amazing presenter this evening is Jean Slater. Jean is a traditional naturopath and higher guidance life coach. She is also an accomplished author, an inspirational speaker who is helping thousands to receive clarity, direction, and purpose through their direct access to higher guidance. In 2005, Jean published her landmark book, Hiring the Heavens, which introduced a unique perspective on connecting with the power of the heavens to fulfill your daily and life goals. Hiring the Heavens is inspiring people all over the world to create their world in tandem with the workforce of the celestial realm. Since its release date in 2005, Hiring the Heavens has been consistently ranked in the top 3% of book sales on Amazon.com. Jean leads workshops across the country and is a sought-after speaker. She has been a presenter at the Awakening Conferences along with Marion Williamson, Joe Vitale, Dan Millman, Jean Houston, and Don Miguel Ruiz, and the keynote speaker at the Unity Conference in Florida. Jean's materials have been featured in noted publications such as First for Women magazine, Science of Mind, New Age Journal, Conscious Living magazine, and was featured on the cover of Truly Alive magazine. She has been on dozens of radio and blog talk programs and was featured and was a featured presenter for the Conscious Mind Media Network and Gaia TV. Jean, I am thrilled to have you this evening. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being on tonight's call. I am. I just can't wait to get going. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Can we first start off? And first, let me tell everyone because I always forget. If you have questions, please type them in the Q and A box and send it through. And if you're on the phone or on Skype, star two to raise your hand. Okay, Jean, let's begin. First, I want to ask you a question. You uh, refer to yourself as a creative mystic, and I would like to know what exactly that means. What, what, it, what is a creative mystic? 
Well, I'll tell you that, first of all, I want to say that um, being a spiritual teacher I was the last thing on my radar. <laughs> I, I never, if somebody would have told me 15 years ago that that's what I'd be doing today, I would have thought they were crazy. But um, I, when I had my big spiritual turnaround and became aware that there is another dimension that we can connect with and that it's our divine birthright to access this creative power of the universe and bring it right down to earth to use in our everyday lives, when I had my big awakening and became a, uh, and began to work with spirit on a daily basis, then I started having conversations with this dimension. And, and I, I was filled with what I figured were the classic questions. Who am I? How'd I get here? What's this life about? What's my purpose? You know, all those kinds of questions which are the mystic questions that have been asked mm -hmm. for eons of time. And so I wanted to know, do, does any of this matter? <laughs> you know, what's it all about? And, and furthermore, I don't have time to go contemplate these questions on a mountaintop, you know, sequester myself away as a monk or, or you know, uh, devote a couple years to this. I, I need to know how I can make sense of this while I'm taking my kids to soccer and how I can make sense of this while I'm doing the dishes and and running a busy household and, and, create, and doing my work and, and all of this. I wanted to know, can I be a mystic in everyday life? So the answer came back, I need to get creative. And so Creative Mystic was born. Aha, <laughs> uh -huh. okay. And here's what I find so interesting is because I, it's, I'm also on that, on that path where I'm questioning everything and I'm trying to find the truth and, you know, I, I'm looking for, okay, who, who can teach me how to be a mystic and, you know, how to answer these really, you know, important questions that I have, you know, there has to be more to life, there must be more to life. And I'm just like, you know, I'm just like, but do I have to go to India to do this? Do I have to go to, <laughs> you know, some, some holy place to, to actually experience mysticism and to actually go through the, the transformation that everyone else seems to go through when they're on that, you know, that journey to be a mystic. So I think that it's amazing that you have come up with this wonderful technique where you don't have to go through this long journey to get to the path that others have come to. I really right. do. Right. And and again, this um my awakening happened completely by accident. <laughs> or not. <laughs> I mean, it seemed to me at the time uh just uh just so out of the blue. Again, I would have never put myself on the spiritual path well, 20, 15 years ago, that just not, that was not on the radar. In fact, I was in a time of my life where I was shunning anything to do with spirituality, religion, don't say the word God to me, don't talk to me about angels. I wanted to be very, very, you know, down to earth and scientific. I, I did, you know, if you, if, you, if I couldn't see it with my eyes, then I didn't want you talking to me about it. <laughs> okay, so so you also were, um, you were also the person that would question 
everything. You you were more of a scientific person. Is is that what you're saying? Like you had to be shown the proof before you. I I you know my. Uh, the angelic realm spirit had to show me in a way that would leave no doubt in my mind that indeed there is something beyond what you can see with your eyes, that there is indeed a divine orchestration that is happening. And so, um, and it ultimately led to my writing the book, Hiring the Heavens, which truly is uh, just, it's astounding how it's just, getting all over the world and and so many fabulous stories are coming back from people who have read the book and talked about the miracles that are happening in their life but at first it had to start with a miracle for myself and um and had to take me out of my skepticism and into the me admitting that wow <laughs> there really is something more than what i can see with my eyes so what what exactly happened to to then turn you know give you this roundabout and and get you on the spiritual path? What exactly occurred in your life? Well, I was working in my business as a traditional naturopath, and I like I mentioned, I wanted to just stay with my intellectual learning. And so I worked with clients doing things like herbs and homeopathy and that sort of thing. And, and, and then it eventually started to expand into working with emotions and beliefs and that sort of thing. But I still just wanted to stay with what seemed logical and something I could read in a book. Well, one day I was working with a client and um, I had a way of asking the body what it wanted. And for many people are familiar with muscle testing. I used a pendulum and my pendulum said, okay, we've got to do a technique called an allergy clearing. And when I found out what we were going to clear for, it was five neurotransmitters. Neurotransmitters are those chemicals that are produced in the brain. Most people are familiar with serotonin and norepinephrine, dopamine. So I, I came up with four neurotransmitters but could not think of what that fifth neurotransmitter might be. And yet my pendulum kept saying, you've got to name it. Well, at that point I became a little bit frustrated and I said to my client, we need to reschedule because your body keeps telling me that I need to name all five neurotransmitters and I can't think of what this fifth one might be. So let's reschedule so that I can do some research. And then my client says immediately, which even when I look back at it now, I just can hardly believe she said this, but she just blurted out the words, well, is histamine a neurotransmitter? <laughs> it's like, who says that? Why would they even bring that up? And, and I looked at her kind of shocked, and I said, no, histamine isn't a neurotransmitter. Histamine is that stuff your sinuses produce when you have an allergic reaction. So, no, it's not a neurotransmitter. And then in the next nanosecond, for whatever reason, I turned around and I pulled a book off my shelf that I had never opened. I had purchased it about a year prior, never had opened it, yet I turn around and that's the book I reach for. 
it falls open to a page where histamine is in the title. So I laughed and I said to the client, oh, look at this, it's talking about histamine. And then in the very next nanosecond, it's as if something took my eyes and, you know, it's like the only thing I could see on the page is this one line buried in a paragraph that said, and I quote, (laughs) histamine is also thought to be a neurotransmitter. (laughs) That was my pivotal moment when everything changed. Uh, Of course, I didn't comprehend it all at the time, but from that moment on, my life began to change. At the time, it was actually kind of freaky. I knew something very astounding had just occurred the hair stood up on the back of my neck and I thought how did that happen when I told my client we need to reschedule she says is histamine a neurotransmitter I say no something makes me turn around pulls a book off the shelf opens the page takes my eyes to that line how is that possible I mean that's not coincidence is it (laughs) Right, right. No way, no way. And I knew it, uh, and I knew that something very profound had just happened. So I could not wait to finish our session so that I could sit there and try to figure out what just happened. How is this possible? And the only thing that I could think of is that maybe, just maybe, I had help from this unseen dimension in... In working with my clients, I had read about psychic surgeons and how they would, the spirit would actually come in and work through a lay person to help, help heal someone else. So I thought to myself, what if I have a spiritual physician advising me to, to help with my clients? So that idea just took like, uh, it, 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 it was like, that would be crazy. Wouldn't that be amazing? I could so use the help. <laughs> so, so uh, from that day on, I began to call upon this spiritual physician. I kind of visualized them in my mind. And as I would be driving down the road to my office in my car, I would talk to my spiritual physician. I, I would tell them who was coming in that day for clients, what their issues were. Can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? And then I started getting astounding information. My my mouth would just start speaking words. They're like, what? I'd say something like, so tell me what's going on with your relationship in with your husband. Something's going on there that's causing this illness that you have. And and then they'd begin to tell me this whole big story, which would be I'd be flabbergasted how how spot on it was. Or or a, a remedy would come up that I wasn't even aware of. Oh, folic acid can do that? I had no idea. <laughs> so so I was so impressed with the help I was getting from this spiritual physician. Then the next thing came where I thought to myself, could I get help in other aspects of my business? If I've got a spiritual physician so willing to assist me, is it possible that I can get help in other areas? I need a spiritual time manager. I need a spiritual secretary and receptionist. I need a spiritual marketer. I need a spiritual financial consultant. 
So I imagined hiring all of these positions on the spiritual level, and here's the testimonial to that. It worked so well that I was able to support my entire family. After the, it was right about that time that my last child, my um, the last of my four kids was born, and my husband was able to stay home with them for ten years while I worked part time supporting the whole family, and I never had to hire anybody on the physical plane because everything I needed was taken care of in the spiritual realm. We'll be right back after the break. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. There's just so many questions that I want to ask. Here's the first thing that I want to say. Because, you know, folks are listening in and you're you're basically talking about things in this wonderful book, this guide that you've written, Hiring the Heavens, that I read in about an hour and a half. And I was just, you know, just shocked because when I read the, the guide, I was like, oh, my goodness, this is what I've been doing. I've, I was doing that from when I was very young, and I never realized this. I would be talking to – I didn't know I was talking to someone in the spirit world, but I would ask or tell them, well, I need this or, you know, this needs to happen. And I, the things would happen. I remember when I was in high school, I said, I would, you know, I, I, I'm going to work at IBM. And sure enough, I worked at IBM for that summer. You know, so things like that, little, little serendipitous things would happen. And I did not realize that I was actually doing what it is that you outlined so well in this guide, which is basically hiring my own spiritual committee for different areas in my life. Yes. <laughs> I had no idea. No, and and I- nobody explained it to me until I read it in your book. I had no explanation about how these things were coming about, how this, these wonderful miracles were happening in my life constantly, especially now. Just, just, I mean, instantaneously I can get things to happen until I read your guide. If people only knew how easy and fun it was, <laughs> they they're honestly, yes. it really changed my life. <laughs> That's the other part. I Listen, I am having so much fun doing what I am doing. I am, I'm having the biggest fun ever. I enjoy every single interview. I enjoy getting everything prepared. Every part of this is an enjoyment for me and and it doesn't take any of my time yeah it is effortless yeah Yeah, you know um i i was raised in a fundamentalist church and i'd actually even call it a cult and i left when i was 19 and that's why i say i just turned my back on all of that and I didn't, I didn't come to an awareness of what all of this is about and even the existence of it until probably in my mid-40s. And, um, and, and once I began to play with this and co-create with the spirits of creation, to, to bring that energy down to earth and to know that that was accessible to me, 
once I began, once I became aware of that, it changed my whole life. So when I started, I kept it to just my business. And in my mind, the reason I only asked for help in my business is because I figured that's the only place that's going to help me. <laughs> I thought it was all, all about a worthiness issue, and I sure hope we get to talk about that. But I thought it was all about a worthiness issue. So I thought the only way that this vast spiritual world is going to be interested in helping me as if I'm doing a good thing. So I'm doing a good thing helping with my clients. Then they're going to help me. Then I deserve their assistance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get that. I get that. Yeah. So yeah. I kept it. I just kept it in my business for, at the beginning. And then one day I had the crazy, crazy, you know, wild idea. What if this spiritual world could help me for something that was just for me? Like, is that outrageous or what? <laughs> you yeah. know, so I thought, you know, I need help with shopping. <laughs> I need help with shopping. I I used to hate to shop for clothes because I could never find what I wanted. It was always the wrong color, the wrong size, the wrong price, didn't fit right. You name it, I just would spend hours shopping and come home with nothing. And and I used to hate that experience. So I would go a long time in between shopping for clothes. Well, that day that I had the outrageous idea that maybe I could get help for purely selfish reasons, that, that something that was just for me, I hired a spiritual wardrobe consultant. <laughs> I imagine hiring this expert, and I said, "I'm I'm going to the mall. You got to come with me now and help me find some outfits. I really, really need. And please, please, give me bar- look only for bargains." Well, that day I bought seventeen outfits for just over two hundred dollars. Wow. 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 And, 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 okay. Can we, can we start the dialogue for folks who are listening in? Because I know people are probably saying, well, okay, they're saying it's easy and, you know, that they've tapped into it, but how do, how do I hire my own personal team, my, my team to help me, to assist me? with anything I wanted. How how do folks begin to do that? What is the first step that they have to take? The the first thing and really the only thing is simply to ask. And here's where people get in trouble. They think it has to be complicated. They think it because this is really how we're taught in mainstream religion is that when you talk to God and the spiritual realm, you do so with a great deal of reverence, you do so with a great deal of forethought, and you would only ask for um, things that were worthy. You could pray for somebody that's sick, you could pray for for world peace, you know, the big ticket items, but... but you had to be careful about what you asked for, right? You you wouldn't ask just for yourself, and you wouldn't do it in casual conversation. The way that I was taught, you certainly do it on your knees, right? <laughs> and yeah. then, then yeah. And many people can relate with that. Well, 
what I found with this, and that was the most astounding part, is that the spiritual realm never, ever wanted to be separated from us in the first place and loves, loves, loves to be included in every aspect of our lives and loves, loves, loves that we just talk to them like they are our best friends. And when you're sitting down and and, uh, you've got a group of friends that you're talking with and you say, hey, you know, I could really use some help with this and that. Anybody here got some time? Do you have to think about it ahead of time? Do you have to formulate your words? Do you have to make sure it was a worthy request? No, you're just talking to your friends. Mm -hmm. And that's the space you want to be in when you're asking for help from the spiritual realm. Just invite their help as if you're talking to your best friends and just say, I could really use some help with this or that. And, And, you know, I'll tell you what, they go above and beyond the call of duty, above and beyond. Let me tell you what happened one time when I was giving a talk about four hours away from my home. Um, I had driven uh, just to the – I was almost at the location where I was going to be speaking, and it's a good thing I was that close because I looked down at my heat gauge, and it was all the way over in the red zone, and I could see steam coming out of my (laughs) – out of the engine. So I I pulled into the hotel where I was giving the talk and there happened to be a gas station there with an attendant or a, a mechanic on board and, and and I I pulled in, we opened up the hood, he takes a while to look at it and he says, Well you've got a serious leak here. You've got to get that fixed, oil leak. And I said, Okay, okay. Well, listen, I've got a talk to give, and I can't think about it right now, but can I leave the car here, and I'll come back in a couple hours? Yeah, sure. So I went and I gave my talk on hiring the heavens. <laughs> and so when, when I finished and I'm walking back over to get my car, I hire a spiritual mechanic. And by hiring, I just begin the conversation such as, okay, I need a spiritual mechanic. Here's what I need. I don't want to spend the night here. I'm four hours away from my home. What I would like to do is, can you just let me fix the car enough so that I can put a couple of quarts of oil in and you can get me home and then I'll get it to my uh, my mechanic back where I live. Could you do that for me? And then I walk over to my car, I put a couple of quarts of oil in, and I drive off. Well, listen to this. <laughs> Not only did I make it home without a problem, but I never had to fix that leak. Wow. Now that's a miracle. <laughs> Are you kidding <laughs> Sorry, I have a good friend that said that she was her air conditioner was going on the blink, and um, was it would smell so bad and and it would only intermittently work, and so she hired. She says, "I want Jean's spiritual mechanic." <laughs> and she, she called him and she says, "Would you fix my air conditioner?" Boom, on. She's never had a problem with her air conditioner since. <laughs> wow, wow. You know, you and I understand the simplicity of this. You, you, I mean, I get it, you get it. But I know there are folks listening on the call who 
for some, you know, I think it has a lot to do with, like you said, the way that we grew up, the way that we were raised, especially if we come from a religious background, because I can completely relate to that experience and how, you know, you see yourself as a supplicant to to the higher heavens, right? God is yes. up above you, outside of you, and and you yes. have to you have to be worthy of of going to God and asking God for something. And I think there are a lot of us who actually do um, do also continue to relate that way to to the heavens and to universe and spirit. How 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 can they um, separate from that? It's almost like a block, but it is. It is a block. And the biggest thing that we we and the thing that we just have so much trouble wrapping our minds around is the idea that we don't have to earn this. Everything that we do in life, we have to work for, and we're taught that not only if not only in religious upbringing, you have to earn your salvation uh, and do good works and all that other good stuff, you know. But even just on the physical plane, you have to work to get your, to make an income. You have to work to... And work hard. You have to work hard. This is you the, have the to thing work that's... hard. And, and so oh, you... it, it's ingrained in us that we have to earn something. It just is not going to be given to you. You have to earn it. So this is the thing that we grapple with and we have such a hard time with. And um, and and I will tell you that uh, the huge, a huge, huge epiphany came as I was writing the book and I didn't even really grasp the fullness of it until a couple of years after it was written of how exactly it works. Because at first I was thinking, well, this, actually must be working because of the law of attraction. And I had just been introduced to that actually by my developmental editor. She gave me a couple tapes of Esther Hicks, and most people listening may be familiar with Esther Hicks and the law of attraction. And as I was listening, I thought, oh, this is how this is working. But as the years went by, I realized, no, it's not working by the law of attraction. It's working by another law altogether, and that is the law of grace. And here's the biggest difference. With the law of attraction, you still have to earn it. It's all about you doing it right. And so there's all kinds of advice to you about how to, how to ask. You want to state it in present tense. Don't use the word want. Have lots of emotion behind it. Um, You know, kind of work with your beliefs and your subconscious. The list goes on and on of all the things that you need to do in order to make the law of attraction work. And all of that is true. And I absolutely 100% believe in the law of attraction. But what I came to find out is, there's more. The law of attraction isn't the only law governing manifesting. <laughs> There's another Thank law. Thank you. Thank you so much because I was I was going to bring that up. I I don't know why, but for some reason, in all of my guidance in doing this, I kept getting do not use the word manifest. Do not say like I I deliberately try my best to not say manifest and manifestation because I did not want it to be akin 
to the law of attraction. And I don't know why. I have no idea why. This is just how I was guided. I was guided to to make sure that if I'm using manifest, it's very, very little that I use that word. I, I try to to not go down that path. And I believe in the law of attraction. I truly believe in the law of attraction. But I also believe that this is something different. It, it, it's of a different nature altogether. It is. It is. It's the nature of magic. It's the nature of miracles. It's the nature of of you, you know, how do you explain how it is when sometimes your biggest turnarounds in life happen when you are in your darkest days? <laughs> a yes. miracle occurs and something intervenes. Something intervenes and brings you out of it and shows you the light. And I'm, you know, I, you cannot explain that with law of attraction. No. Um, I, I've been told some miracle stories that, and an example would be I actually have a client who was in the passenger seat going down the freeway and um, the car overturned, and I don't remember the details and why it happened, but she woke up in, at the side of the road with not a scratch. Now, picture this. She had been in the car with her seatbelt on at night, windows rolled up. Somehow, and, and, and the driver was killed in the accident, somehow... She ended up, without any memory how, but she was sitting on the side of the road with not a scratch. Wow. How does that wow. ha Is that law of attraction? No, absolutely not. No. No. That, that's something else altogether. And yeah. to me, that is the law of grace. That is where miracles happen, and that is what we tap into when we recognize that is what we, we can deliberately tap into when we recognize who we are. And this was, again, another huge epiphany in writing my book because uh, I, yeah, it's the recognition, we don't have to earn this. And this is so hard for people to grapple. So to grapple with, they think, okay, well, what is the right way for me to ask? I really want to make this work. So how do I do it right? <laughs> <laughs> and and and, wow. and what they're thinking to themselves is if I can just get the right formula, if I can just do it the right way, if I can just have enough attitude of gratitude, if I can just adjust myself enough, if I can just deal with my my mother issues and deal with this and that, and finally, finally come to this place, then finally I can get the life of my dreams if I can just know how to do it right. <laughs> and and it's and the answer is it's none of that. It has nothing to do with that. The uh, law of grace and this gift of being able to partner with spirit is a gift to you by grace. And as a gift, there is nothing you can do to earn it. You never earned it in the first place, and there's nothing you can do to earn it. And there's nothing, absolutely nothing that you can do to have it taken away from you. It is simply yours because you exist just like the air you breathe. 
every single day. You don't have to think about, okay, I gotta earn this next breath of air. Okay, did I, yeah. did I say thank you enough that I can breathe my next breath? No, that next breath of air is yours simply because you exist. Partnering with spirit is a gift to you because you exist, because of who you are, and there is nothing you can do to earn it. So throw all that out the window. There's nothing you can do to have it taken away. It is simply yours, period. So I always say there's no right way to do this, and you can't get it wrong. <laughs> no, no. There is no, there is really no specific method, but I think your guide um, allows for us to understand the techniques that are involved, but really there's no, I mean, I've been doing this since I was a little girl and I didn't know that's what I was doing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't have the guide, uh, but now I understand. Now I understand because I read your guide. I'm like, oh, okay, now I get it. This is what I've been doing. I mean, we were talking before before we got on the air about the website. I did not know how I was going to create a, I, I don't know anything about websites. Well, I you know, of course, everything was inner guidance, as I told you, but I well, I needed a, a web designer. I, I I did not know. I don't know web designers. I have no I just I didn't know what I was going to do. Well, I was calling around about how to basically put the the conference together on the Internet, figuring out who, what, what vendor I was going to use for the telesummit on the Internet. And as I spoke to one of the um, the people who ran Instant Teleseminar, I just not it wasn't even Instant Teleseminar. It was another another uh, vendor, and I said, you know, by the way, someone something said, ask this person. I said, by the way, do you know any good web designers? Oh yeah, sure I do. As a matter of fact, I just got off the phone with this person. Here, I'm going to give you his name, his um his email. Give, shoot him an email. He's really great. He's you know you're going to love him. He's not in the U.S but he's absolutely great. And so I emailed the guy, and that's how my website came into being. I oh, didn't know what I was going to put. Beautiful. I didn't know what I was going to put on the website. I didn't. But those things, because I said, listen, I don't know what I'm going to put on this website, but y'all have to give me some ideas here. And yes. sure enough. <laughs> I know. And it's amazing how you can sit back and watch the universe orchestrate what you, what you're asking for in a way as if you have actual experts working for you. This is Psychic Medium Simone, and you've been listening to Messages from the Other Side. Thanks for listening in. Do remember to stop by so you can hear next week's episode. I look forward to hearing from you and your voice messages and your emails. Thanks again. (laughs) 